Yo, 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 this is Young Jeffrey, the Young Jeffrey Show. Today I have another powerful message for you guys. Today we're going to talk about peaks and valleys, ups and downs, highs and lows, manic and depressive. Um, a lot of times in life, from my experience, I've had a lot of days where I feel really, really high and a lot of days where I feel really, really low, right? And then some days I just feel as though I'm in cruise control. We call that autopilot, right? So... You know, with peaks and valleys, a lot of people don't understand that that's just how life works. You know, you're going to have some days where you feel like your world is ending, that you feel like your world is turned upside down, that you don't know how you're going to get out of this rut. But you have to realize that God is always present and that God is always by your side because every bad day that you've had, he's pulled you through it. And you're still here today because if you weren't, you wouldn't be listening to this podcast. So just know that God is always in the air. God is always available. God is always there for you. God is always your parachute when you're falling. Sometimes it may feel like you're falling faster than usual, but at the end of the day, you will not, you not, you will not perish. Peaks and valleys, wins and losses, highs and lows, ups and downs. You know, the thing that I've noticed is that a lot of people they don't necessarily praise God, they don't acknowledge God, they don't call on God when things are really, really high, because at that point they feel like they don't need God. Every time that I've been really, really up and every time I feel as though I've gotten there on my own or I've relied on my own understanding, it's always been a situation as if I felt like I didn't really need to pray as much or I didn't feel like I didn't need to talk to God as much. I didn't feel as though I needed any guidance because I feel like I had it all figured out. And as soon as things get low, as soon as things run out, as soon as the well is dry, I'm calling on God to get me out of it, which he does get me out of it. But at the same time, it shouldn't have to get to that point to where I only call on him when I'm down. When I'm an autopilot, it sometimes feels as though I call on him sometimes. You know, like when I feel like I may need him, I'll call on him. But what I'm here to tell you is that we should we call on him all the time. When it's high, when it's low, when it's average, autopilot, you know, when we floating. We should be calling on him all the time for any situation because when it's high, we want to ask him, how can we have more days like this? You know, how can we be in more spaces of happiness like this? And when it's really, really low, we should call on him because we're trying to figure out how do we get here and how do we get out of it? When it's on autopilot, you're in the middle, right? So it's kind of 50-50. You're feeling all right, you know, but you want to know how can I become better? How can I improve? You know, how can I improve my space, my mood, even though I'm not super down? I feel as though I could be better. So I'm calling on him just to get out of that space of limbo, right? So I just want to let people know that peaks and valleys are very, very important, not only because we're all going to go through them, but they're important because we need to be able to differentiate what's a high, what's a low, and what's just an average day, right? And how do we get rid of the quote-unquote average day? The average day is usually a space of routine, Right. So success is in your routine. So success is when you wake up. Success is how productive are you? You know, your circle. Success is a lot of different things compiled into one, which gives you compound interest over time. So when you get to a certain destination or you get to a certain time period, you'll have a lot more then than you have now. That's how that's how it works. That's how your success can compound. That's how your routine can work in a beneficial manner for you. But we're here to let you know that. With peaks and valleys comes curveballs. So a lot of times we can have the perfect routine. A lot of people we can have the right circle. A lot of times we can have, 
you know, the right advice and the right insight. But we still we still hit an all-time low. And we're wondering, well, God, what went wrong? So a lot of times, they're not necessarily losses, they're lessons. See, in those losses, you can pick out nine, ten things that you've learned. So that way, next time a conflict arises that's similar to this one, you'll know exactly what to do. You'll know how to navigate. But see, this is the first time that it's happened, so you don't necessarily know how to navigate. So you feel as though it's all-time low, you're in a rut, and you don't know what to do, right? But you're going through this so that now, next time, you know what to do. A lot of times, we can't just get down on ourselves and sulk in certain situations because when we sulk, we get into a period of a rut that we can't get ourselves out of. And we're in that situation, we're in that period, we're in that space a lot longer than we're intended to be, right? So the valleys are to teach us lessons. The limbo, right, is to make us feel comfortable. And that's where a lot of people live. A lot of people live in limbo. A lot of people wake up every day and they freestyle. They freestyle life. They don't have a plan. They don't have a routine. There's necessarily, there's no necessarily, there's not necessarily any success planned in their day or productivity planned in their day. They just kind of go with the flow, you know, and people like that, they kind of, they tend to live in limbo. They tend to kind of take what life gives them, right? They don't necessarily attack their goals and their dreams. They don't necessarily, they don't live life in attack mode. They live life in receive mode where I'm necessarily, I'm, I'm just waking up. And whatever I receive from the universe, that's what I'm going to get, right? And I'm just going to move on and proceed with that. And a lot of people like to live in that space because it's comfortable. You know, it's a very, very stagnant place to be. You know, you don't necessarily have to do much. You just kind of wake up and be and exist, be present. The people that want success, people that have a growth mindset and a growth mentality, an abundant mindset, they don't necessarily want to live in limbo. They want to be in attack mode. They want more out of life than just waking up and taking what's given to them, taking the money that's given to them and that's offered to them, taking the, the people that are interested in them and just accepting what comes with it, being around certain family members, even though those family members make them feel uncomfortable, accepting who their friends are, regardless of if they make you feel uncomfortable, living in a certain house, driving a certain car, having a certain job, whatever, whatever is average, just kind of accepting it. Because if you kind of wake up, average is going to be there. People don't understand that you don't have to really work hard to be your average. You don't. Everybody has a gift. Everybody has a gift inside of them. You don't have to go looking under a rock. You don't have to go drilling for it, mining for it. It's not on the ground. Um, it's not up in a tree somewhere. It's already, you were born with it. When you were born, God placed it inside of you. But the problem is, and when I talked to on previous podcasts and, and, and videos, is that a lot of people, they try to live other people's dreams, right? So it looks cool because this person over here is doing it. It looks cool that people, that person over there is doing it. And they want to live other people's dreams. You might not be a great rapper. You know, you might not be a great singer. You know, you might not be a great actor. You might not be a lawyer. You might not be a doctor. You may not be a nurse practitioner. You might not be a great teacher. You might not be a firefighter, a policeman. List goes on and on. You might be a great chef. And that was your gift. You might be a great babysitter. And you're supposed to have a daycare one day. You might be a great barber. And you're supposed to have a barbershop one day. You might be a great plumber. You know, you might be, you might be grilled with your hands. You might be able to do housework. You might be a good mechanic. Whatever your gift is, God placed it inside of you. It's up to you to identify your gift, right, and hone that craft and get better and better each day to make a living for yourself and for your family. That's your gift. The problem is people want their gift to be somebody else's gift. Just because J. Cole is a good rapper, I want to be a good rapper too. Just because LeBron James is a great basketball player, I want to be a great basketball player. 
Just because Chadwick Boseman is a good actor, I want to be a good actor. You know? Just because this person over here got their physical training certificate, I want to go get my physical training certificate. You may not know anything about health and fitness. They might not be a gift. You might not be a good coach. You know? But that's somebody else's gift and you saw it and you wanted you wanted to live someone else's dream. But that's not your dream. You're doing it from an outside perspective. You're doing it from out external factors. You're doing it because you feel the pressure to do something that looks good and it looks cool because somebody else is doing it. You're not doing it because it's really in you and that you really want to do it. Now, if you want to do it, that's a different story. If you say, you know what, I really, really enjoy writing raps. I really, really have a good ear for beats. I really want to get in the studio. Then that's different. But if you're doing it just because you want to get girls or just because you feel like it's a way for you to just make some money or it looks cool because little baby doing it, that's the wrong reason. And nine and a half times out of ten, you're not going to make it. So identify your gift. Identify your purpose and your mission. I feel like everybody's purpose is the same. I feel like everybody's mission is different. I feel like everybody's purpose is to serve humanity, to uplift and help one another, to serve God. To spread the word of God and the gospel and to really wake up every single day with the mindset to make this world a better place and to make this a more peaceful place. I think that's everybody's purpose in life. I think everybody's mission is different, whether you do that through working in the aviation industry, whether you do that from serving in the military, where you do that being a doctor, a lawyer, a nurse practitioner or a nurse or RN or whatever you whatever you do. There's a lot of different ways to do that. You might you might go on mission trips. You know, you might be a minister, you know, you might be a deacon, you might be an usher. Everybody can't be the minister. You know what I'm saying? Everybody can't be the pastor. Everybody can't be the bishop. Everybody can't have the same title, but we all have the same purpose. You know, we all have the same purpose and we all work together in unison to serve that purpose. And I feel like this world can be a better place. So with peaks and valleys. I just want people to understand what the wins and losses represent. You know, the wins represent, you know, the progress and the price points. You know, a lot of people have different, a lot of people have these different points throughout their life where they go to the next level. You know, and that doesn't mean that you have arrived. That just means that you got to a new level. So with, with that being said, that next level is important to acknowledge those wins. It's also important to acknowledge the losses. And what you can gain from them. And it's important to not get comfortable. And to be in that stagnant middle space of limbo. Which is the autopilot. You know. Peaks and valleys are important. Because they teach you lessons. They get you to do new levels. New heights. New opportunities. New connections. But the lows also teach you lessons. Hard lessons. Sometimes tough lessons that last a long time. And feel like they last forever. And they're never going to end. So I just want people to realize what they represent, peaks and valleys.